Hello and welcome to Angry Andy Reviews, and this is my review for The Batman. So yes, the Batman is finally upon us in all its glory. It's two hours and 56 minutes of absolute glory. This is a Batman film unlike any that we've ever seen. This is Batman at year two and he is in full detective mode. Um, of course, this is the first time we've seen Batman redo some intense detective work in a live action setting and it is fantastic. It's fantastic in this grim, gritty, really quite tight and compact noir detective story. And it plays up to that, especially in the, I'd say, the, the first two hours, really. It keeps everything nice and tight and compact. I'm not sure about the ending. I'll just get straight to that. The ending for me doesn't really work. I'm not going to spoil anything. This is completely spoiler free. But it doesn't work. It feels at odds with what happens earlier on in the film, considering the film is so tight with, like I said, with this detective uncovering mysteries, getting clues, talking to the police, being, you know, oppressed by the police while he's trying to unravel all this mystery. There's a lot to unpack in those opening two hours where it's constantly trying to riddle through. <laughs> I didn't mean that pun. He's trying to, uh, <laughs> he's trying to figure his way through all this, all these mysteries, all these questions, all these riddles, and it's glorious. It's glorious to see Batman in that zone, really getting at the nitty gritty, the small, integral parts of an investigation, something that we've seen in the comic books, and then we get this quite odd sort of ending and i get it i get it it's it's to do with probably what's coming in sequels and whatever but it doesn't quite fit there are there are several ending points in this and i think it should have stopped at one particular bit not done the actual climax ending and then not done another thing which i really did not like and again it's something that points to the sequel i didn't like it needless to say i've you know, suffice to say, I've had enough of that. I don't want to see any more of that character. I'm not spoiling, I promise. But getting back to this film, it is wonderfully well shot. The cinematography is absolutely on point. The, the colours pop in all these... I like it, when I said it, it's dark. It is dark, but when there is colour, there is colour in the absolute extreme. This is glorious on the big screen. The shots are held almost to an uncomfortable level, especially you know, with the with the the more freakier moments when the Riddler is stalking, and then you have these really held long shots of when the Batman is approaching people. And it does kind of <laughs> it leaves you very unsettled, which is a good thing. It sets up a nice, wonderful atmosphere that you get, which permeates right the way through this film all the time. The score 
on the other hand, is a bit up and down for me. Again, I seem to have liked things more when they were tight, when they were compact. But when you get to the bigger moments, the score goes with that and doesn't really fit with everything else that we've already had. It's a bit up and down for me and it's got nothing to do with the the, the the Nirvana song. It's got nothing to do with that that we saw in the trailer. It's it's purely coming away from this shrill sort of psychological soundtrack and it becomes this grandiose, you know, absurdly massive soundtrack that doesn't really work for me anyway. Casting Robert Pattinson. You can't do a review about talking about Robert Pattinson. Here, he is grizzled, he's intense, he's very stern, he's very straight as Batman. There's only a few moments when you see him questioning, when you see in his eyes, and he does some good eye acting, I'll give him that. But as Bruce Wayne, there's, there's not really a separation between the characters. I, I didn't get a sense that Bruce Wayne and Batman were two different egos are two different personalities here and maybe that's something we'll get in the sequel in this film it is purely i need to do this and i will do this as the batman bruce wayne is second it's all there it's just it doesn't quite work for me i found it very difficult to invest in bruce wayne it's very easy to invest in the batman but i didn't really feel myself getting invested in bruce wayne because i didn't believe any of the strife any of the, the questions that he was facing when he was Batman, when he's facing the dilemmas that he faces, especially towards the end of the film, which is absolutely fucking brilliant, by the way, scene, which again, I won't spoil, but you'll know, you'll know which scene I mean, when he's literally questioning whether he's going to be able to do everything. Absolutely brilliant. He nails it. But as Bruce Wayne, there's something missing. Maybe we will get that in the sequel. Maybe. Jeffrey Wright as James Gordon plays it perfectly. He's still learning his own ropes whilst also coming to terms with how to work with the Batman. It's, it's really brilliantly well done. And Paul Dano as the Riddler, my God, exceptional acting. Absolutely exceptional action, acting. He sells this unnerving, creepy menace. There's nothing to him. He's a very plain sort of man, and yet it's completely unnerving. Again, the end of the film kind of undoes a lot of the things for me with him, but he's superb. And the rest of the cast are as well. I mean, Zoe Kravitz as Selena Kyle nails the role. She seems absolutely perfect on board with everything that's going on. There's a few moments, that, mainly with the costume, that don't really work. She can't afford a mask, yet she can afford nice, shiny, expensive boots. Okay, fair enough. Um, and I stole that from somebody on Twitter. One of my one of my good friends, Mr. Spider Dan's uh, friends, pointed it out. But there you go. And Colin Farrell, as brilliant as he is, I do wonder whether you, <laughs> whether another he needed to go through so much trouble with the makeup. Was he really that good that you had to force him to have all this makeup? I don't know. That's just being nitpicky. But the cast is, in general absolutely superb really is superb where it succeeds is in this detective noir this focus on the morality of you know how you can solve the riddler in every sense of the word is almost a vigilante himself and it plays to that as this detective sort of 
undercurrent passes through. You uncover all this mystery, and yet there's still a lot to question for Batman. You know, what can he do? What should he do? Should he even bother? Should he? Does this city deserve to be saved after everything that the Riddler is saying, after everything the Riddler is doing and showing? And it's an interesting conundrum to play with. And it's interesting to see where that will go in the sequel. And that's where the success lies for me. It's in this very grounded, very gritty, very grim reality that the city is absolutely destroyed. It's ruined from the core, from the people. And yet the Riddler is able to showcase much more and do much more with that in mind. It's... it's a brilliant film it's not perfect like I've said I didn't enjoy the ending and there are quite a lot of nitpicks within the film that I didn't like there's a, a number of lines a number of things that happen which again I, w I won't really spoil too much and yeah it's not it's not a perfect film I will say that but it is an extremely enjoyable one it's extremely dark and depressing and if that's what you love then you will absolutely adore it there is a lot to admire there's a lot that's been taken from the comics and utilized as they should always have been there's a lot of love there's a lot of investment with that in mind so for me it's an 8 out of 10 solid 8 out of 10 and i am even more excited about the future with the sequels i wasn't very excited about this film i had my my anticipation on a very level playing field i didn't get drawn away i didn't get washed away with any of the hype i, I didn't read any of the reviews going into this but now i'm i'm excited i'm excited to see where it goes and i hope it goes in a different way to what was teased that's all i'm going to say so it's an eight out of ten for me Go and watch this film on the big screen. It deserves to be watched on the big screen. And then bought on 4K as well, I guess. To enjoy in all its grim, gritty glory. But there you have it. A solid 8 out of 10 for me. Come on, DC. Stay the course. Do not fuck this up. See you in the next one. Bye-bye.